Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor Vinny. Hi, you Road to Growth listeners. Uh, Nicole Phillips here. She's a creator of Behind the Brand. I've had a lot of coaches, and I know you're not necessarily a coach, and a consultant, uh, help people with their brand. There, it seems like I'm getting more and more of people in that kind of sector. And so the question that I ask when I get people in that sector, right, is how do you separate yourself from other people in that kind of sector? Yeah, well, um, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on. But the biggest thing that makes uh, my difference is strategy. And so a lot of times individuals will come and find different business coaches, brand strategists um, that have, you know, great ideas, know how to make sure your brand looks good. But um, long term strategy and being able to really niche down and separate you from your competition, a lot of coaches are missing, um, as well as processes. It's important you have a great brand, but what makes in, uh, what makes or breaks a brand is systems and processes. And so um, I have a Six Sigma background. Um, I have an authorized partnership with Wiley Institute, which, you know, you know, the DISC uh, assessment as well as the five behaviors for a team. And really being able to take my corporate background and apply it to entrepreneurial success has separated me from those other uh, consultants or coaches or brand strategists. Yeah, when I mean when I think of like branding, I always think of like excitement, especially with the 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 age of today of like mm -hmm. Instagram, social media, things like that. And, and one of the things that kind of intrigued me, I guess, a little bit is it was more about the systems that you put in place, or at least how you brought up the system you put in place, I guess, to to build your brand. And is that I'm guessing in correlations to kind of how you relay yourself to the, to the masses? Yeah. So um, as far as my agency, our core mission and our, our core slogan is to help leaders create brands that inspire. And so it's really a marrying of the two, creating inspiration uh, through branding, through industry leaders, as well as systems and processes. One of the things that uh, COVID has really taught us is automation. You know, it's super, super important, um, especially if you are one of those solo entrepreneurs and don't necessarily have a big team to, you know, do all of the roles that's required to entrepreneurship. But those systems and automations is key to expanding your agency, expanding your business so that you can be the leading pack um, to your industry. Makes sense. And now let's talk about a, a, a young Nicole. Who was a young Nicole? Was she all about systems? Was she about organization? Who was a young Nicole? No, see, the young Nicole was a young lady who would line her teddy bears up you know, and teach to them and present to them. I remember my sister always telling me this story. I would, you know, I don't know if you remember camcorders, right? So we would have mm. to put the tape in, you know, open that slide and I would record myself teaching 
my um, teddy bears. And really that stemmed from a desire to help, a passion to see others win and learn and become their best selves. And so through my journey, um, through entrepreneurship, I just help people in branding and business to really establish their core passions. That's where I really get excited. Now, I mean, we talked a little before Mike and, and you mean, when I get people on the, the podcast, kind of do a little research and I know it sounds like, I mean, one of the big things you had to go through at a young age was dealing with your mother when I think she had a yeah. stroke, correct? Yeah. See, my mother was a big inspiration to me in business. I remember her getting all of her documents from the state of Florida when establishing her own business and going through those paperwork and having her having me by her side. And so when I was in college, um, February, she had a massive stroke. And just in one moment, I remember being in economics class at the University of South Florida and, you know, someone calling me. She actually worked for hospice as a volunteer coordinator. And um, someone calling me and saying, hey, your mom's been rushed to the hospital. And that was a day that literally uh, shifted my life because as a college student, I became a caregiver and a power of attorney of my mother at such a young age. And we had younger siblings uh, that was in high school. So partnering with my sister, we help to raise them to get them off to college and i was still a college student myself and so that really pushed me into creating my own business because i knew if i wanted to gain wealth it would not necessarily be working as an employee hmm. well so your mom you said she built her own business or started her own business yes so her business was called steadfast life and so while she still worked corporately she would do other professional services for um, faith-based organizations and other small businesses and so that's really where i learned to start and create something of your own now she has a stroke is she still able yes. to work after that no so she was um fully in um disabled uh her left side you know no longer functioning you know she has a feeding tube we really had to facilitate long-term care uh, for her and so my goal was to not allow her to live her whole life in a long-term care facility but really transition her home and as you know health care can really you know get expensive and so that was the drive behind creating this business. So yeah, she had a massive stroke and you know, unable to walk, unable to really talk, but she can still recognize, you know, her family and her her daughters and communicate with, you know, little signs and things like that. Now, at this time you're in college, right? Yes. Okay. So she can't doesn't have the money or doesn't have the ability to fend for herself. So does that mean that you have to take on more work to help her out or what happens there? Yes, yeah, so so um, I've always had a drive. So during this time, I was a part of an organization called Inroads, which hires um, 
college students into corporate entities. And so I was working part-time for a paid internship. I transitioned to a more full-time role while finishing up my college degree. So I took on more credit so I can graduate um, a semester early. And then I took on a full-time role in a pharmaceutical company, which later hired me after graduation full-time. And so it really caused me to grow up even faster, but I knew what I had to do to make sure I was able to um, facilitate her care with doctors and nursing homes and other, you know, um, people that were a part of her care plan. Were you, while you are in college, was that your goal to uh, join a pharmaceutical company? Well, I had al always been in En-ROADS, uh, starting with my sophomore year. And um, so I was just a part-time intern, but it became more important mm -hmm. to look at my corporate career and, you know, and look at the hours that I um, was spending in my schooling as well as um, my corporate career. Mm -hmm. Because I moved uh, to Tampa, Florida, and my mom was in St. Petersburg, Florida, which is about 45 minutes to an hour away from each other, I understood that it was going to be important that I moved back home, um, especially because this was new, it was a transition for all of us. I mean, my mother, she had her home, so I had to facilitate, you know, selling her home, you know, all of the things that she had as parents, you know, cars and car insurances and rent and mortgages, all those things um, that we, you know, do on a normal basis as parents, I now as a college student had to help to facilitate and deal with and talk to a lot of people that honestly, you know, I didn't know all of the answers, but I had to make the decisions. Um, because it was necessary. Have have you ever, even at that time, had any resentment towards the situation or even your mom? Um, I don't think it was resentment, but I do think it was a feeling of abandonment. Mm -hmm. um, and this, I really was able to pinpoint this uh, after I wrote my book called Single, Saved and Bitter. And it was a journey, uh, it's a journey in a book about healing from bitterness. And so this, this bitterness was about, man, I was living in college, you know, living life, had minor responsibilities. Now um, at 2021, 20, making impactful decisions about information that I'm just learning about. And so uh, it it caused me to be very driven in work. So I, I think I became like a workaholic um, and really used that as a coping mechanism. And then later in life, you know, looking at relationships and, you know, not wanting to have those relationships broken, there was a sense of abandonment because it was a traumatic situation that I I didn't see coming. Now, so you're working the corporate gig, 
um, yeah, the pharmaceutical company. When did the idea of starting your own brand, own business, kind of come about? Yeah, sure. So, um, as I was working corporately, probably about three years into my corporate career, I started a business. So I worked corporately and ran a business at night. And so it was mainly about maybe, you know, 20 hours a week that I would spend uh, in my own business, creating uh, smaller brand packages, event branding. Um, and then something happened when I was about uh, seven years into my corporate career, the merger of my corporate job with another company caused them to actually eliminate my role and several other roles within that pharmacy actually close it down. And so that was the start of looking at entrepreneurship as something full time for me. And so I had already built a clientele, you know, was living off of the severance packet of that company. And I really went to work to build a clientele full time. And there were some lessons that I really learned during that year that caused me to actually go back to the corporate uh, work. And I tell you, I only worked that uh, later job for one year before I put in my resignation because it was really a, a stressful situation. You know, the management team, um, I also had to run a team. So the stresses of building people and meeting um, goals and results really pushed me to take a hard look at what do I really wanna do? What's my passion? And so after a year during that review, I decided to go full-time entrepreneurship and it has been five years now since I put in my resignation in the corporate world. All right. So let me get. The, so you had the job or the work in the corporate world, had the side hustle. What was the mm -hmm. side hustle at that time? It was still my uh, marketing agency. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was I was doing just small things, uh, graphics, branding, small social media things. Okay. So you have that at the night nighttime, a side gig, then you get yes. let go, right? Mm -hmm. In the corporate world. Yeah. And it pushes you to go full time now into the marketing. Yes. Do you think you would have made the plunge full time into the marketing business at that point in time if you didn't get let go? No. No, okay. because I was very comfortable. You know, my two weeks I was a manager, so you know, making almost six figures there um you know still having my time to be on vacation and travel as well as i had a small baby so health insurance was kind of very important to me as well and that's all i knew and so it created this sense of security until i lost my job and i realized that no corporate role is really secure so you're building your brand. Is it word of mouth at this time? You're, um, for your yes, marketing? just word of mouth. Mm -hmm. okay. And how are you coming together on your pricing at that time? Do you remember? Yeah, it was, it was really low. <laughs> I tell you, okay. you know, because it was, it wasn't really something that I was doing to create a living. 
And so at that time, it was friends and family saying, hey, I need this branding packet for an event I have going on. And um, because I was still learning, not necessarily being mentored in building a brand agency, you know, I would just really lowball myself. But it was uh, it was really a lesson on how to build from the bottom to where I am now. Now you get the opportunity to go back in the corporate world. Yes. Right for a year. Now in that year period of time afterward, because you brought the word mentor you didn't have a mentor when you first started did you get a mentor yeah. later on or when did that happen yes can. so after i've decided to go full-time into my brand agency work mm. i sought out a mentor and so um you know there's also free mentors online and things like that but i really decided to invest and so this was um a individual who had a brand agency as well so it really taught me how to set up my systems that i talked about earlier um to to develop clients that would work with me on a monthly basis so retainer clients and that caused me to really um catapult my business now you know something that i always bring up and a question that i think always comes up especially for people listening either they're listening and they haven't started their business or they did start their business, right? Is that mm -hmm. transition period of time? Is it pulling off the bandaid or is it testing your toe in the water and then jumping in later on, right? So when you were thinking, okay, I have to leave corporate world for the second time, right? And go into your business. Did you already have the idea that you're gonna get a mentor? Were you already looking at that kind of thing? Or is it like, I, I have some money saved. I just need to get away from what I'm doing. I'm gonna go full time and then it kind of happened. Yeah. So um, at the time when I made the decision to leave, I really didn't have a mentor in mind. I just knew that I wasn't happy where I was, mm. you know, the stress that came along with that role. And what really I think was a tipping point is it was around review time. And I, I know personally what I put into the role that I was assigned, but the compensation that came along with review didn't match um, my, my perceived efforts. And so that was a tipping point to say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna focus on what I really love to do. Um, I will say that looking back, I probably should have looked at maybe six months of you know, pre preparation and saving, I like to tell people, so that when you are in entrepreneurship, you're not necessarily stressed by bills and money, because what it does is it stifles your creativity and innovation, which mm -hmm. then puts you in this, uh, you know, cycle where you can't really get out because mindset is the biggest thing in entrepreneurship. And so I, I, I think preparation would have been great for me, but I wouldn't change it because I wasn't happy where I was. And so I rather put in the work for something that I'm building rather than put in the work for someone else's dream and they thrive, but yet um, don't fully compensate my efforts. Now, the second time, the second go around time, you're mm -hmm. going full time in it what's 
that process like were you getting more traction than you got the first time I mean, what was that process like the second time yeah so that's when i really went into um seeking out clients and and i i mentioned before you know the retainer clients were mm. key so i went out and talked to my clients who were dealing with or ordering um marketing services on a one-time basis and said hey would you like to you know to really develop a marketing plan that we can work on on a monthly basis and uh for you to see the growth that you need rather than a one-time per event and so that's when i really started to gather my um monthly clients and build a, a stability uh for me and my family now you're growing the brand you have a mentor now when did the idea of okay you know what i've accumulated this knowledge i can help other people kind of get to the point that i'm at when did that come about um that came about in uh 2020 actually you know looking at my agency and we we were all affected in some way or another but you know people started to really cancel events or move them online um and then there was a need for individuals to pivot and so that's when i really started to get into the coaching and brand development and help people to create other lines of revenue for them looking at what they currently had or creating new products and services and so that's when i really got the idea okay hey i need to add this particular service to individuals because i've done it for myself and growing your your brand growing your business i mean where do you where do you see the the biggest hurdles that you've kind of had to, to kind of work through to kind of building this the biggest hurdles is um, mindset and consistency. I think in entrepreneurship, you know, you're going to have high seasons where income is doing well, and you're going to have lower seasons where, you know, you've lost some customers or customers' lifestyles have changed. And so they adjust. But being able to be consistent and weather the storm allows uh, your clients to think about you when they're ready to get back started or try something new. Um, it builds trust. It builds brand reputation. And honestly, you know, in any business, those who maintain and pivot when necessary really see a momentum when business starts to pick up. How how have for yourself in those low moments like you talked about not gone back to corporate or a steady paycheck? Um, what kept yeah. you kind of pushing forward? Yeah, I, I think we've all had that moment where we're like, okay, but let me get find you know a job, get on the job board and apply. But freedom, my time and freedom was so important to me. And it was a simple moment when my son, he was in the um, second grade and he had a Christmas caroling event at school and I attended, but I saw the other kids who, you know, performed so well. And then after the show would come out and they didn't have their parents there. Mm -hmm. I saw the heartbreak, you know, in the little, uh, little kids. 
and I didn't want that for my son. I wanted to always be able to have my time and freedom um, throughout the day, as well as looking at, you know, my mom and the things that she needs. Um, at a drop of the dime, the, the nursing facility could call me and say, hey, this is what's going on. Or can you be available to, you know, go to this doctor's appointment or attend here? And so I didn't want to have to negotiate that with an employer. So that was my driving point to not give up and keep going. Now, let's say if we were talking in five years from now, Nicole, where, yeah. do, you, where do you see yourself and where do you see your business going? Yeah. So I really see myself helping um, at least, you know, 500 people in building their six figure business. I want um, individuals to have the time and the freedom and the income that they desire. So that's where we launched the behind the brand, which focuses on the, the full person, a holistic approach to business success. And so the next five years, I'll really be honing in on helping other people win. Do you, is it, is it going to be, do you see that you're going to have the coaching business separate from the marketing or is it going to be still intertwined or how is it even right now? Yeah. So, um, my coaching business is ran personally through, uh, Nicole Denise brand, which is the co coach, the consultant, and that's where they're able to attend courses. Um, and then our marketing agency is there as a support because once we determine, you know, that a person needs a marketing plan or a person needs to uh, gain on social media, whatever the strategy is to grow that business for them, I do refer them to my agency to execute on that plan we develop. But sometimes they come, they already have a marketing plan. They already have a, you know, graphic designer or um, website designer that they work with currently. So we just work straight on um, strategy, processes and development and refer that to their team to execute. If someone was in in college now or maybe yourself, right? And I mean, if let's say hypothetically your mom didn't have the stroke, right? Where you didn't have the worry in, in the world, right? Do you think it's better for someone to jump into the corporate world from college or look to start their own business from college? Have you have you ever thought about that? What would have been a better route or a better route for people? Yes. Uh, one of the things that we had at the um, University of South Florida was a refund check. I don't know if you guys ever had that where, you know, you had grants or loans. And um, during that semester, it would pay for all your books and your classes. But if you had additional monies there, the university would give you a refund check. Um, and I thought about how I really spent those dollars during that time. It was, oh, let me decorate my dorm. You know, I need this, I need that really material things. But if I could go back, I would take that additional refund check and create businesses uh, or do, you know, investments. There's cryptocurrency now, there's stocks, all of those things. There's, um, real estate investment. I really would go back and take a look at ways to create passive income 
as a college student and invest in those things. And so that's one of one of my regrets during college, even though I had that entrepreneurial spirit, just taking and, and looking at opportunities where I could make passive income. Well, I mean, it's it's surprising. I mean, in college and, you know, it's we, we all grow at a quicker pace than others or go slower pace than others. Right. However, it might be. But I think the mm -hmm. stat that I remember is uh, if you go from high school to college, you only remember 20 percent of what you retain, 20 percent of what you actually take in. Because, I mean, it's more about learning of adapting with people, partying yeah. and things like that. But <laughs> if you go to actually corporate world or get a job and then go back to college, the percentage goes up fairly drastically. I mean, so mm -hmm. if the things you knew now, yeah, you could tell yourself back then, it would probably make a world of difference. Maybe you'd be an uh, early investor in Bitcoin <laughs> or one of those cryptocurrencies. I definitely would. And I will be a millionaire. <laughs> I, I definitely would. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate you, Nicole, for, for being here. Um, I appreciate your your honesty and transparency. If, if anyone's listening right now and they're looking to to grow their brand, their online presence, um, or even put together a strategy of how they should do it. What's the best way of them reaching out to you or connecting with you? Yeah, sure. You can visit online at thenicoledenise.org or um, our agency, ministryeventmarketing.com. And you can find us on all social media there, um, the Nicole Denise or uh, Emmy Marketing on all social media platforms. Yeah, anyone listening, I mean, if you have that big why, just like I mean, Nicole brought up her big why for her, her son and being there, having the availability to be there for those memories. I mean, there's so many opportunities out there. Doesn't mean they're all great, right? But yeah. there's so many opportunities out there. And I mean, finding that mentor, finding that coach, finding that person that can help you build your goal, build your dream, build your platform is is huge. Um, if you have any have any questions, anything like that, you're looking to do that reach out to Nicole. Um, please subscribe to the platform. Please share. And um, on to the next one, guys. Hope you guys have a great one. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.